history class. That one class where you spend most of the class talking because you think it's so boring. Like, OMG, what's the point? Well, at first I thought that, and honestly, I can now say I disagree. There is a true importance behind history and why we need to study it. Hello, my name is Addison Schick, and welcome back to Review, the podcast where we review almost anything and everything. Today, if you couldn't tell, we are going to be writing a review about history class. More specifically, early U.S. history to show what we can learn from even the earliest of times in history, like the colonial era. So, what's the point? Okay, so ever see those kids in the back of the class playing games on their phone the whole entire time? And then that one kid who's just sitting there actually working? Well, let's say if both of them become scientists and they're working on the coronavirus. The one who worked in history class has prior knowledge of how we solved other cases of deadly viruses in the past and can use them to their advantage. While the other kid has no knowledge. Get what I'm saying? In order for us to succeed as humans, we can't let history repeat itself. Therefore, we can use history as a gateway to solve problems we are going through. Let's move on to some examples. So here are the questions we will be answering and relating to current events. Why do people move? How does where we live impact how we live? How did representative government develop? And how did slavery develop in America? Let's dive deeper into that first question. People moved to America for all different reasons, including religious freedom, peace, disagreement with country standards, and economy. The main reason for moving although had to be religious freedom. Groups like the Pilgrims and Puritans moved to America for religious freedom. They did so because in England they were being persecuted. They wanted to be able to practice their religion, not the kings. Another reason people moved to America would be for peace, and or disagreement with the country standards. The Quakers would be an example of this. The Quakers were a very peaceful religious group. Therefore, when England was using taxes to put into the war, the Quakers got mad. They didn't want to pay taxes for the war, so they moved to America. Finally, another reason people moved was for economics. An example of this would be the colony Jamestown. Jamestown was a colony made for looking for gold. They set off to America solely to look for gold, although sadly they did not find anywhere they lived. So there's our colonial era. Now let's see how this relates to today. Well, immigrants from Mexico are trying to come to America for some of the same reasons. In the past years, the U.S. has had a problem with immigrant children crossing the border illegally. One New York Times writer talked about how the children are pushed by their parents to cross the border for a better life. New York Times, 57,000 Reasons Immigrant Overhaul May Be Solved For Now by Julie Hirschfield Davis and Michael D. Shear. Just like the colony Jamestown, they are coming over for money and those job opportunities that come with. Let's look at our second question. Where we live affects how you live your life majorly. Examples of this in the colonial era would be natural resources, economics, or freedoms. An example of natural resources and or geography would be in the New England colony. In these colonies, there were resources around them like oceans, which provided fish, or rivers. Where areas in the other colonies, there might not be oceans or rivers around them. This leads into the second impact, economics. People in the New England colonies can make money off of fishing, but the southern colonies would have better luck farming because of their good soil. 
Based on where you lived, you would have a better profit on making money. Finally, based on where you live, you might have different religious freedoms. A good example of this would be the Puritans. If you lived by the Puritans or in that colony in New England, you might have faced getting banned or persecuted from the Puritans. This was because the Puritans believed their religion was the only acceptable one. If you tried doing their religion even the slightest differently, you would be in major trouble. Now, but how does this relate to what's going on today? Well, this reminds me of the oil production happening and the drama around it in Russia. Oil production can happen in Russia because it is on the coast and because of their geography they can produce. Whereas other areas in the world, like let's say um, Idaho, I don't know, they can't produce oil because they are on the coast and instead they produce potatoes because that's good for them. And they have resources to produce those. One New York Times writer dives deeper into this and talks about oil and the disagreement happening in Russia. New York Times, Reed Stanley, OPEC, and Russia agree to extend oil production cuts. Now, let's take a look into that third question. Representative government developed in America during the colonial era. Some major factors in this would be the Mayflower Compact, Virginia House of Burgesses, and the Fundamental Orders of Connecticut. The Mayflower Compact was a document written by the Pilgrims when they were coming over from England. They wrote in this document when they landed, they would establish a government with laws. Therefore, everyone would follow the laws. This was representative government because the people were making laws and writing compacts, not the government. Another example of how representative government started in America would be the Virginia House of Burgesses. This was the first elective legislative in America. It took place in Jamestown and people would elect citizens to represent them in the Virginia House of Burgesses. Finally, another example of representative government starting in America would be the Fundamental Orders of Connecticut. This was a document limiting the power of the government. This took place in Connecticut and made sure that people in the colony would have a government, yet they would not be given too much power. This showed representative government because people wrote the paper of laws. So how does this relate? Well, this reminds me of the representative government we have today with three branches, but especially right now, the, the executive branch, as it is voting season. People use this election for their voice to be heard in who they want to represent their ideas and govern. A New York Times writer wrote that people feel this election is a way people's voice can be heard. For example, one writer interviewed Tracy Addickson. She claimed that election day makes her feel a part of a community and that her opinions can be heard. New York Times, Seriously Diane, an election that could hinge on the voting process itself. So who knows if we would have these practices of our government without these early ideas of representative government in the colonial eras. Now, let's look into our last question. Slavery developed in the colonial era based based on the triangular tri trade, plantation owners, and mercantilism. The major effect on how slavery developed in America was the triangular trade. The triangular trade happened when owners of land in Europe sent slaves to other countries for a trade. This brought many slaves over and they were brought over unwillingly. Therefore, people would use them in America for jobs unwillingly. Another one of the reasons slavery started was plantations. Plantations were located in the South and produced cash crops. Although very resourceful, cash crops can cause back-breaking work to be produced. 
So slaves were brought over to work on these plantations. Although the conditions were terrible for slaves, they had bad housing, little food, and or water, and no freedoms. Finally, another example of how slavery developed in the colonies was mercantilism. Mercantilism was where one country, the mother country, wanted to make more money. They did so by settling other land. In order for Europe to gain more money, Europe brought over slaves to make money on the land. So, how does this relate to today's time? Well, this reminds me of the BML, BML movement going on today. Oops, I said that wrong. BLM movement going on today. This is happening due to racial discrimination still going on in America. African Americans are still being treated differently because of their skin color. One writer writes about the main cause of this protest. He says, The killing of George Floyd, a black man who died in police custody, has made an outrage across the nation. New York Times Network, The Learning, Lesson of the Day, How Black Lives Matter Reached Every Corner of America. Racial discrimination is still going on today, but because of the past, we can learn what not to do and how we should deal with this situation. So, what's the conclusion here? In conclusion, history is important and we're still learning things in life. We can use what we have learned in the colonial era to make our lives today better. So how, how would I review history class? A 10 out of 10. Well, that's all I have for today, folks. Thanks for watching. See you next time.